Tell me why they envy me Lord, I pray you defend me from my enemy 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 Defend me, no, no, no See, 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 fam, this is what I'm talking about. And the most high showing y'all the different families and all these things, how the perpetual hate goes on and on against our community, y'all. They talk about Mike Vick and where the empathy. And they do it all the time, man. You go fight a dog and you get, get caught up non-pigmentation man and non-melanated woman on the front row rallying the congress this, this must be done that, that but time a black man get killed a young for no reason no help You don't hear none. All you hear is crickets. All you hear is crickets. You don't hear no outcry. You don't hear no outroar. Only a few, only a small few, a small few will have that empty. Most I said that they had a perpetual hate. And when you have a perpetual hate, that means you kill them, you destroy them, and all this. And I asked y'all a question between a Holocaust and a genocide. And let me introduce you and take you on a journey to an episode of our nation. Genocide. His mom is destroyed. Not just today. Ever since July the 2nd, we got the, the news of our son being murdered. Mobile Police Department, you straight murdered my son. You had no just for it. You wasn't there to serve him or to protect him. You was there to destroy him because you killed him. The lie was he died at the hospital. No, my son died in the back of the police car, which was 222, if I'm not mistaken. 322, if I'm not mistaken. This is something that's going to be very hard to live with, not just for me. For me, my wife, my daughters, my two sons that's left. It's 12 kids. It's nine girls 
and it was three boys. Now it's nine girls and two boys, grandkids, 30, great-grand, two. And we all loved Jay because Jay was the light of the house. Holidays is coming up, November, which is Thanksgiving. I'm going to miss my son coming in the house saying, Mom, I want two plates, one for here and one for when I go. I'm going to miss my son coming in saying, Happy Father's Day, Happy Birthday, Merry Christmas. We are destroyed. We've been fighting for months for a video that we should have seen the next day as well as the other family. We're not gonna let you all uh, make us your scapegoats. Cause we gonna stay in your face. We gonna get justice for Jay. We going all in for Jay because we know Jay will go all in for us. I'm speaking for me, my family, and all of those that know Jay and love Jay. Jay didn't deserve to die like that. They, they say that God gives life and he takes life. God didn't kill Jay. Mobile killed Jay. Police department. Straight murder. You tell me that it was a... Uh, you tell me on the autopsy that it was a accidental? How you accidentally kill somebody? You ain't hunting and a man 100, 200 yards away from me and you accidentally uh, shoot him? No, you held him there. You pound on him. You 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 dry stun him. You stun him 13 to 15 times. Come on, all leave voting. Yeah, of course he had a heart attack because you all caused and triggered the heart attack. Yeah, he had uh, bleeding on the brain because you all beat him upside his head. Justin for Jay. Say no more. We seen the video. So the video. All right. So let me say this before we go to Q and A. Uh, we had some witnesses who was there. Uh, it was some description of what the witnesses said before. Didn't say you can hear the witness on the video actions take that they was telling them to stop tasing him. You had to tase him like that. That's heard on the video. So that would clear that issue of those witnesses who came forth that said this was wrong. You can hear him on the video the night of the incident talking to law enforcement what we said and. I can tell you this, we was told um, early on what, what happened uh, through eyewitness account. It was a hundred times worse. It was a hundred times worse. This, 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 I can see why the city mobile don't want to release this video. See y'all, uh, this is what I'm talking about. This is the genocide that they continue doing to our young family, hurting our young family, and all this other stuff. If I'm not saying nothing, I'm agreeing with it. If I'm not saying nothing, I'm down with them killing people like me. So I'm different from y'all. You know what I'm saying? I see things in a different level. My mind's on a different trip. So when is this going to stop? When is this gonna stop? You got, you got, see, see, fam, this is what I tell y'all, common man and common woman. You got black men, police officers, you got them judges, 
You got the lawyers. You got all these people look like me supposed to be out here doing things to elevate whatever, to, to help, at least help people like her. But they forgot about us. They forgot about us and left us out here to die and fend for ourselves. That's what they did, y'all. And they parade like the money good, the diet. Man, I don't give a damn. Materialistic ain't my mystic. I let y'all have that. I'm working on my blessing, y'all. That's all I'm doing. I'm working on my blessing. Y'all go do whatever y'all gotta do. But I'm telling y'all, man. Same thing I've been saying last year. The same thing. The hurt. The pain. So now what's the difference between the genocide and the homicide? The Holocaust. What's the difference between the um, genocide and the Holocaust, y'all? The Holocaust. After the Holocaust, they got this. And our genocide, we still get this. Because they was killing us like this back then. That's why I be telling the world. Because you can't change the stripes. If you've been doing this all the time and you never had no remorse about what your nation did to my nation. So it's all game. And we sit up here allowing it to do it. And we got lawyers out here. And I, man, man, I hope they got. Let me get off that subject for a second. I see you out there, Kenya. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at some scripts on you, Kenya. Mm-hmm. What's going on in Somalia? Mm-hmm. What's going on in Kenya? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Bible says, y'all, I'm going to tell the people in Kenya. The Bible says, When you dance, when you dance with Satan, you're gonna be treat, you're gonna be dealt. You're gonna be dealt with. So you're a part of this, you know, this narrative of America and Israel trying to be on a bandwagon, trying to act like they doo-doo paper. Every time, because your president, eyes so gloomy. It seemed like every time he see a thousand dollars, I look like a crackhead. You know, he look like, you know what I'm saying? You know, you see a crackhead, right? He looking for a good blast, right? He see a blast, and he see one of how, how his eyes get big. He got them big old crack eye, crackhead eyes. I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. He see that money, he crack eye. Yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. 
I'm United States gonna get him. Man, you getting doo-doo paper. American money. When, see, this is what the trickery is, and I know he an idiot. Everybody knows that the American dollar is downfalling, right? It's downplaying. So America said, I'm gonna give you X amount of money if you get you whatever they go do so they can go over there in Haiti. Having two people, two people of hue fighting each other. Instead of, how come they don't go get Britain to do it? Because if they had Britain to do it, it wouldn't look right. So they always got to have somebody of hue, a clown to do it. But the most high, the most high got him. The most high got him. What's going on in Kenya? Right? That's the conversation I want to have. Because there's a whole lot of flood. I see. Oh, Faye, that was last year. All right, then. Did y'all recover from it? Because if y'all haven't recovered from it, why are y'all president trying to recruit another, their army to go to Hades to go over there and fight against Haitian while they need to be coming over there helping the people out? Hmm. See? Tell y'all Kenya. It's a, it's a whole lot of y'all out there in Africa, out there, wanna belly up on everybody else over riches. For one thing, what happened to the brotherly covenant? We all had that brotherly covenant until we allow something wicked to destroy the brotherly covenant. But now, everybody out for they sell, they killing this in the name. And this is what I don't understand. This is what I don't understand. This is what I don't understand. How can you have the richest country in the whole world and be broke Congo alone blowing up but you got children hungry you got people misplaced you got people out of place Where's the wise man at? What they what they do? What y'all do? When a wise man speaks up righteous right, y'all go out there and kill him because he ain't he ain't running with y'all narratives, but he giving you the wisdom of what you should know. That's what you're doing. He's stirring you the wrong way. 
He in your feelings. You don't want to be criticized on your wickedness. I understand this. Y'all, we must be some caring folk. You know, I know we must be some caring folk. My forefathers and the people in Africa. Why you say that? Because the people over here, my people over here, especially the black man and the black woman, we just as loony and crazy and this style and don't know what we doing and all that too. And they over there with it too. Wanna, instead of getting together with their engineers and all these other people huddling up in different countries and stuff and say, well, we gonna, this is our, we gonna focus on this right here and do this. But y'all fighting against each other and all this, all this extra resources. But where's your brother covered? Because all that ain't nothing unless you have your brotherly covenant. Y'all need to go find that brotherly covenant. I understand y'all, bro. I understand. I understand. I I, I understand. Uh, it's because you know I've I, I been since I've been doing my podcast y'all fam be working on next year be three years y'all y'all been riding with me I've been on here for three years be next year in February Lord's will been riding strong um What the deal? I push, you know, and and I don't understand where where the small and then and make it so bad, y'all. I always thought Africans were smart. Yeah, 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 we are smart. We are smart. What type of smart y'all? Y'all book smart, probably. But are you intelligent? Yeah, I really thought they were. So we're going to check this out with um, all these valleys they got out here. They playing all these little games. And, you know, sometimes you got to watch these. That's why I say you got to watch these Caucasian women. No non-pigmentation woman and that non-pigmentation man. You know, non-pigmentation woman slick. You got to watch her. What you talking about, Faye? What you talking about? There you go being prejudiced. There you go being prejudiced. Chill out. You already know. You know, God prejudiced. Most high prejudiced. So I'm going to be prejudiced too. There you go. What you talking about? Okay. Let's analyze. I wish the social media companies would come together and eliminate anonymous users for the very fact that misinformation is spreading at a ridiculous level when we were talking oh, about Sarah, uh in the past seven years alone it's undeniably evident that the misinformation with tangible societal impact originates solely from mainstream media including people like you 
So before advocating for social media to take away free speech and whistleblower protection, try to look inwards. You may just be stupid or deliberately dishonest. See, he done put it in a place. What did you hear? Crickets. You see how she always trying to... I'm telling y'all, fam, how they be trying to act like people on social media telling lies. How a liar going to tell another person lying? You know what I'm saying? Oh, they need to tell TikTok. They need to tell... The, uh, see all this? Because they want to keep y'all dumb and stupid, fam. You got to realize this. The Bible says earth is given to the hands of the wicked. And you know, and we see all these little wicked things going on in here, but we don't want to, we want to close the door or give a little small vision and, and, and act like we ain't see it because we kind of timid. But we had to fail to realize not saying nothing is agreeing with it. Not doing nothing, you applying with it. So they can continue beating you upside the head. They continue disrespecting you. Hmm. Who do that? Black folk. Let's analyze. All right, guys, we've got some breaking news coming in off of the news desk in Venezuela. Now, there still needs to be some research done on this, but they say that between Venezuela and Brazil, a war is starting. A launch of an invasion by the Venezuelan army at the Guyana region. The Brazilian army is said to have launched a counter-offensive. The U.S. army, according to these reports, is deploying their own forces to assist the Brazilian army in countering this. Whether this happens or not, if it goes all the way to a full-blown war, we are going to see the United States military torn in yet another direction, one that leaves us less capable of defending our homeland here on U.S. soil. Now, in China, you guys already know that there's a big problem taking place. It's either an epidemic or a pandemic or something going on there. The Chinese officials are officially labeling it as a epidemic of treatment-resistant bacterial pneumonia. Now, if this is true, and we're already starting to see an uptick in pneumonia cases in children in the United States of America and over in the UK, we have to look at a bit of a bigger picture here. Is there something more at play? And most of all, we have to take care of ourselves. Hey, what's up? Some of the things that I say might hurt your feelings. I don't mean it, but I just speak what is true. I tear down lies and build up truth. So if you don't like what I say, you can go to the left or you can go to the right. This is not no mush mush. So here I go. I'm about to get on their ass this time. I'm about to get on their wrong. The police can kill a man on camera and get qualified immunity. And I'm tired of beefing with my own kind. I'm trying to find some unity. Tired of the foolery. The system abusing me. I got a ride with the tool of me. This shit ain't cool to me. But I'll be damned if I let you niggas make a fool of me. So I keep two on me. Uh, I done came a long way from the block with breakdowns. 
finally opened my eyes when I had my daughter got tired of them shakedowns. The way I survived the game is still pain in my heart. I got a lot to say now. And I'ma show my whole ass on these motherfuckers. I ain't about to play around. Whatever happened to freedom of speech, cause they telling niggas what to say now. When guilty ass don't wanna hear the truth, try to act defended, shit pitiful. If I was you, I'd be miserable. This war we fighting is spiritual. In other words, I'm doing God's work when I turn thoughts into artwork. My words fly like darts work, specifically designed to hit the target. They don't even wanna teach history the way it's meant to be because the shit is heartless. I might not change the world, but it's a chance I can spark the brain that's gonna get it started. Many die for me to walk like this, for me to talk like this, but the peace to Marcus. Got my eyes behind the scope, and I ain't taking number headshots. I got great aim, but my four five still came with a red dot. I got in this game, and I put this bitch in the headlock. To start with, I uh, arrived in the Gaza Strip on Monday, the 9th of October, in the early hours of the morning, and that was a decision that I made. Uh, on the night of uh, the 7th of October, having realized that Gaza was about to face a uh, extremely brutal and uh, vicious attack, I um, reached out to my contacts in, uh, at MSF, who arranged for me to travel to Cairo on Sunday and they may get across the Sinai Desert uh, in a car uh, to get into Gaza with the feeling that Usually in these conflicts, there's a small window at the very beginning that you can use to get in. On arrival to the Gaza Strip, I went to a family house, uh, but within half an hour, um, the whole neighborhood had been uh, telephoned by the Israeli army and informed that particularly the um, tower blocks behind the house that I was in were going to be targeted by the Israeli Air Force. They, almost the whole neighborhood was in the street trying to run away. Um, I then moved to another uh, house and we were pinned down that night um, because of the severe bombing. In the early hours of Tuesday morning, when there was a lull in the fighting, I managed to go back to the damaged uh, building that I had evacuated and pick up my suitcase and then walk to Shifa Hospital from there. And from there on, I joined the uh, plastic and reconstructive surgery team at the Burns unit at Shifa Hospital. During the, my time at Shifa Hospital, it became apparent that 40 to 45% of all the wounded were going to be children. That there were, uh, the primary target of the bombing was people's residential homes and that we were getting multi-generational uh, uh, patients from the same families in each uh, uh, air raid. Most of the injuries initially were blast injuries and these were severe soft tissue traumas, severe facial traumas, multiple fractures and then as time went, we saw the introduction of incendiary bombs where the patients would have um, over 40% of their total body surface area burnt with no other injuries. And by the time Shifa had collapsed, there were over 100 of these patients at Shifa Hospital. And we started seeing phosphorus burns. I had treated white phosphorus burns in the Gaza Strip during the 2009 war 
He was very familiar with the very characteristic uh, injuries and burns that they, they make. And as a chemical burn, phosphorus burns burn right through to the inner core of the body uh, and only stop when they have no exposure to oxygen. And so the burns would be, the patient would be basically puckered with burns that core right into the ribs, the bones, um, and unlike thermal burns that spread from the surface more horizontally. When I hear a scary story... But there's a huge racist element there too. People would sit there and shout out some of the most vile things imaginable at those guys. We got called the N-word, of course. Um, they didn't want to see us. And those people called us every racial epithet known to man. It wasn't the first time I had dealt with racism in my life. When I first got in the wrestling business, a very, very famous man by the name of Ox Baker, he told me, he said, kid, you got a lot of talent, but you're going to come up against a lot of obstacles in this business. He didn't say racism or anything like that, but I knew exactly what he was talking about. You got to figure a way around it, under it. You may have to go over it. And that night, we had to go right through it, no matter what. You want to see what the competition's looking like out here? You got to go big homeboys from Houston looks like to me. In the situation that you're in, you got to be able to adapt. You got to be able to figure it out. We had to face the fire, and we dealt with it. You got to say, what did these guys come up with this like Ebony experience? What are they, a magazine or something like that for ugly people? But I learned the power of entertainment that night. I did the spinneroonie in that match. He did some type of hop, skip, spin type thing I never saw before. Did you see that? What was that? They used to have them breakdance moves. He did some spin. Same guy that was calling me the N-word. He was totally excited when he saw the spinneroonie. And he, it totally changed him all in one, one breath. And it was like, whoa, what was that? The fans start to change. Now the fans are rooting for us. Like the Rocky movie, man, when Rocky was fighting Drago. The Russian fans started rooting for the underdog. Because when I did the spin a rooney, it seemed like everything changed in that arena. I realized how much power the spin a rooney had, and not just in the Global Wrestling Federation with those fans, but throughout my whole career. They began to just start cutting off his body parts. Part of the torture is they begin to cut off his genitalia. They cut off one piece, stuff it in his mouth, and force him to eat it. And the crowd is like, yeah! And they cut off some more of his genitalia, stuff that in his mouth, and eat it. So you can imagine this man is standing there before the throng, bleeding, forced to eat his own flesh. And there is no sense of humanity anywhere in the air. Then they start cutting off his fingers and throwing them to the crowd like a souvenir. And the crowd is like, more, 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 more. And Claude is there bleeding to death, being branded with hot irons. And finally, after no more, then strung up. This is the spectacle lynching of Claude Neal. That was horrific enough. 
But what in fact makes it beyond egregious is then the response of the law enforcement officials. The NAACP immediately sent folks down to investigate this lynching. They went to Alabama and they said, mm, Alabama's, there's no crime committed here because he wasn't killed here. So they went to the officials in Florida. Florida said, he's not from here. No crime committed because he's not from here. Now, I didn't realize that anywhere in the statute dealing with murder, it said you had to be from that space in order for that to be a murder. But the NAACP thought, hmm, we now have on the books the Lindbergh kidnapping law based on the kidnapping of Charles Lindbergh's baby that therefore makes it a crime, a federal crime, to, to take somebody and transport them against their will across state lines. So the NAACP goes to the Federal Bureau of Investigation, the FBI. J. Edgar Hoover says, no crime committed here because nobody asked for a ransom. That is what justice looked like for Claude Neal and so for so many African-Americans. Almost in tears, this officer spent five minutes looking for water to wash Deacon Holzman's blood off of his hands. Yes, me. He was more concerned about, can somebody give me some water, a sanitizer, to wash the blood off of my hands? Blood that he had caused to be spilled by taking this 62-year-old man down to the ground and driving his head into the concrete. I'm here to let you know that not only is the blood of Deacon Holman's on his hands, but the reality is that Deacon's blood is on the hand of the Atlanta police chief and the Atlanta police force. Come on. That's right. Why? Because this 23-year-old boy of an officer who couldn't allow himself to rise up and be a man. That's right. Even after the deacon said, I'll sign the ticket. He drove him into the ground. Uh, Deacon Holman was old enough to be this boy's granddaddy. He drove him into the ground like he was nothing and he left him there. And there come this good for nothing tow truck driver, another former officer and said, I'm gonna help you do this dastardly deed. I'll drive my knee into his neck until he submits. And when he submitted, the worst of what happened on that night, Deacon Holman had been audible all of the time, but then they saw he stopped talking and went limp. Now watch those sorry-ass police officers stand around there. Not one of them offered him aid. Not one of them gave him CPR, and each and every one of them were trained and how to deliver uh, emergency services. That's a part of the training. So when they say they violated the training, the worst violation of training occurred when they didn't offer him CPR. And so we're mad. But when we're mad, we have to have reaction. I want this district attorney to be as excited about this case Come on. as she is about YSL and Donald Trump. Speak yes. 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 I don't care about a Donald Trump yes. arrest. What I want is arrest of this officer and right. this tow truck driver. Yes. She could come out of her office on the third floor today, saw the same tape that you have seen and all of us have seen, and said this case 
requires an arrest because we see an assault here, we see a murder here, and that is a job, that is a responsibility. And I'm gonna be bold enough to say it, this is the same DA that let Officer Garrett Roth off the hook when he shot Rashad Brooks in the back and murdered him. And so we're saying, now what you gonna do, Madam DA? The ball is in your court. I know we happy that she got one of our least favorite people uh, coming to court. But at the end of the day, justice for all. Justice for all. And justice delayed is justice denied. See fam, see world, this is what we've been doing. You talking about the Holocaust. I'm speaking about the genocide. And I told y'all, fam, on my podcast, that DA, that black lady in Atlanta trying to lock up Donald Trump. The only good DA I done seen so far in my lifetime was mostly in Baltimore. She did the right thing. They try, they twisted her and twist her and twist her until she had, you know, whatever. But I tell y'all, I told y'all, man, y'all always put, y'all always putting y'all little, all y'all energy in lies and disbelief. They've been doing this forever. This is the crafty counsel that they do. The Bible said eye for an eye, a two for a two, a life for a life. That's what the scriptures say. So, if you talking about you a Christian, you talking about you a holy man, and the justice is not given to you, then what must you do? You've been fighting ever since you've been here. You ain't got no loyalty amongst the people who got a little rank in America that look like you because they scared. You heard what they say about the DA, man. I told y'all and everybody applauding about, we got a black lawyer, we got a black DA. She wasn't nothing but a puppet like Barack Obama. But y'all believe the hype. Y'all in the small. Y'all in that 2 Thessalonians 2 and 11. Because y'all didn't want to be true. Y'all don't want to believe that something that you, you, you don't want to believe true that you may be saved. Then the Most High will bring you a strong delusion that you'll believe a lie. Half of y'all in this fancy delusion. Oh, we got, we, we got a, we got a, oh, well, we got a female black pre- uh, vice president. Hooray! Hooray! We got a female black, what's she doing? Married to a Jewish man. The same people that put our forefathers in captivity. The same people that stole our identity. 
and the same people that put us in genocide. Told you. Told you. Black man, Latino man, Lady Indian man. Y'all need to start rising up, bro. I don't know if the most high hit spirit hit y'all yet, but y'all better start rising up. You know, y'all, you see, y'all in this, y'all in this trick hat. Because only reason why all of us in this trick hat, because we was drafted in it, and then they get us all in individuality. When we gonna escape from this trap hat, y'all? When we gonna when we gonna get this monkey off our back, y'all? I don't know, but we fail to realize, black man, Latino man, and Native Indian man, we put ourselves in this situation. We put ourselves in the situation. And then we put ourselves in the situation and we react to all these different outcomes and this is how we looking right now. I don't even know what's going on here. There's something, something missing, something stuck. Because everybody, everybody gaining position, everybody jockeying for position, but the black man, the Latino man, and the Native Indian. Our nation. We look at each other like, I don't understand, man. And then, you know, um, these two scriptures came up to me. In the book of Isaiah, he said he wish he could, he, he, he could take what uh, uh, we was our forefathers were getting ready to get. This is what we get, this is what they were seeing that we was going through. Oh, we're going to be going through. Isaiah said that. And then Paul said that. Uh, he wished he could He wished he could get his life for his people, his kingsmen, Israel. Because he's from the tribe of Benjamin. Paul, Saul, he's from the tribe of Benjamin. So he already seen what was going to happen to us. And this is what happened to us right now, y'all. The things that the brothers see that they that, that, that the most high revealed to them, and they put it out there in the book of Isaiah, and then Paul said it that what was gonna happen to us? They wish they could take their lives or give their lives. I wish all that could appear upon them. Because look at us. 
especially the black man and the black woman, look at us. And we supposed to be the best of the best. We supposed to be the grinder of the grind. And look at us. They, they, they see this. They done seen this. They seen the heart-wrenching thing that their nation of people that they really truly love getting ready to go through. And look how, look what have we been through. We've been through hell. We've been through Superman, Superman hell. And ain't nobody in this whole world been through what we've been through. But we don't want to shake this off of us. We want to, we want to grasp onto something else, but we don't want to take this burden and take this big ass burden off our plate. So what you saying, Faze? So what you saying, Faze? All I'm saying is, man, we got to man up. We got to take responsibility and accountability. We got to take responsibility and accountability. For our nation, man. They continue killing our all elders. They're killing our children. They're killing that they they just beating our women like they ain't nothing. And then they be locking us up and killing us individually. And then sweeping under the rug. Why are we accepting their laws? We need to pull away from the table. There should be two billion men, two billion black men, Native Indian men, and Latino men in America right now ready to defend their nation. On Superman high loop. But they hard, they ain't got no heart like that. All they want to get it, girl, get it going, and fight amongst each other like, like, the Willie Lynch letter did poison their whole spirit. Because that's the spirit of it. So we need to find the spirit that we once lost. Spirit of brotherhood, love, joy, and most of all, committing to what the most high requires us to do. We gotta be committed. See, if we were, if we was committed, we wouldn't be in this situation. And these people done did a doozy on us, man. They did a doozy on us, man. And you see how the lady just graphically tell y'all out of state. This is this lady told y'all. How the Caucasian non-pigmentation man, the non-pigmentation woman, as a nation, on a rise when they kill a black man. Cut his testicles out and put it in his mouth. 
cousin's other cousin and then burnt him to alive. And now the crowd just roared. Why are we still under America umbrella family? We're not that smart that we can't get it together. I understand we just like Africa. We just like y'all, but but the difference is we work we worse than y'all Africa. That's why I talk a lot of crap about y'all. Because we worse than y'all. We got a lot of cowards over here in America. We got a lot of individuality up in here in America. We got a lot of Uncle Toms up here in America. And we got a lot of backstabbers out here in America. Ain't no sense of loyalties in this brotherhood over here. And it's a shame for me to say that, but and we and we already know that as a nation. Why can't we always say why can't we get along? Why can't we get along? Because we ain't doing them 613 law statute commandments. That's why we can't get along. Because the Caucasian man took the ethics and the value out of us, so we got to restore some ethics and some value within ourselves, so that we can become a nation and become stronger than what the Most High wanted us to be. But look at us now. Deuteronomy 28, the tail. And you see how the tail wag, boy? We've been wagging so long. So, my thing is to you out of state. If these people did this to our forefathers and the Bible said that they had a perpetual hate against our forefathers do you see the perpetual hate in this situation where's all the good non-pigmentation people were when this stuff was happening you heard what she was saying it was roaring they were saying the crowds. They was cutting my man's fingers out, throwing them to the crowd. Seven years. Now, you think about this, fam. Who want to seven years somebody body part? What kind of mind of people that do that? What kind of disturbance in a in a system and makes them want to do that. Mm. 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 I understand that. They say the earth is given to the hands of the wicked, man. And we seen all these wicked, we already know as the black man and black woman in America, because the black man in America and the black woman in America, they don't want to be true. They do not want to be truthful. They're always in a delusional state to try to tell the world 
that the Caucasian man and the Caucasian woman in America, their forefathers, what they did to our forefathers, ain't nobody in the world got nothing on it. Hitler ain't got nothing on the Caucasian man in America. That's why y'all understand, man. This is what they do. This is how they stew it. But this is why the Most High said that this is why the Caucasian non-pigmentation man and non-pigmentation woman going to get their time. They going to get their due. Because you can't keep doing all this wickedness and get away with it, man. Because they're always a yin and a yang. And the most high, you throwing your yin and the most high just holding on to your yang. Because your yang is and that's why Mosai says no repentance for Esau, the Edomites. You think that you should have repentance as a nation for doing what you did to our forefathers? Y'all go to church every Sunday and you don't think that you didn't, you don't think that you don't have no type of repentance, no repentance heart. Bible said don't have no repentance heart. Train your son in the way thou go and they will never leave the path. Train your child to hate black people, go against black people, and do everything wicked to black people. And his ways will never change. So how many, how many times did this happen and their ways never changed? Hitler ain't got nothing on the American white man. It's prejudice bastards. Prejudice bastards. Prejudice bastards. Tell them go. Prejudice bastards. Prejudice bastards. Prejudice bastards. Tell them go. Now let's talk about freedom. The Negro says, I want my freedom now. And others say, no. Voice of a responsible, educated, non-biased person says, togetherness. There is no other way until justice is blind to color, until education is unaware of race, until opportunity is unconcerned with the color of a man's skin. Emancipation will always be a proclamation, but not a fact. <laughs> you see, prejudice squints when it looks. Lies when it talks. Damn fool. 
prejudice bastards. Tell them dope. Prejudice bastards. Prejudice bastards. Prejudice bastards. Tell them dope. Prejudice bastards. Prejudice bastards. Prejudice bastards.